Do you know that about one in every three people in the United States listen to at least one podcast every month? That's millions of people listening. And do you also know that every month, thousands of podcast listeners listen to the Tales of an African Princess in America podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business service or event that you would love others to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talesbydroz at gmail.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.talesofanafricanprincessinamerica.com. Hi guys, welcome to the Tales of an African Princess in America. My name is Ozzy. I just did an entire stretch of like a long speech with my guest today and then we realized that it wasn't recording, which is super crazy, <laughs> but we're going to do it again anyway. Okay. So my guest today is Annie. I went to her lab one day and then we found out that we're both from California, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then while we were talking, you were telling me that you had a business and so yeah. I'm like, you have to come as a guest on the podcast because I don't know how you do it. <laughs> how do you combine having uh-huh. a business and then work? Mm-hmm. So welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. <laughs> so my name is Annie, and I am originally from California. Mm-hmm. I moved to Nashville about two years ago because, right. I guess, my boyfriend was doing his uh, PhD here. Okay. And, um, I decided for fun just to apply for a job here, mm-hmm. and I got it, and I'm like, might as well, because <laughs> what am I going to do in California? I, you know, um, I have a gap year. I was planning to apply to dental school. Okay. So I thought, mm, this might be a good opportunity, because, right. you know, things like this don't happen often. Right. So I took it, and here I am. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So a lot of people mm-hmm. ask me how I combine having a podcast and mm-hmm. my full-time job, mm-hmm. and it's times like this when like we're on lunch break, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, let's just record the episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I do it, guys. I find time, like little breaks, and yeah. then you know, invite awesome people like Annie to talk mm-hmm. about what she does. So yeah, you were saying that what attracted you to Nashville was the mm-hmm. fact that your boyfriend was moving out here mm-hmm. for school, and you decided to come along. Mm-hmm. So how do you like Nashville so far? Um, I, well, coming from California, mm-hmm. I thought Nashville was like a very rural <laughs> right. country, middle of the state kind of thing, and your neighbors were like miles away. Right. When I moved here, it's totally different. Well, maybe Nashville, part of Nashville is like that, but mm-hmm. where we are, it's the city. Right. So it's nothing different from California. There's just more trees, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really nice. I like it. I like that the weather is a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. That, I'm still getting used to. I know. I can't. <laughs> like right now, it's like supposed to be fall. Coming from California, mm-hmm. it feels like really cold. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed when I moved out here mm-hmm. was that they did not have boba drink. Mm-hmm. Like one day, my husband and I were driving through Nashville. Yeah. And we were like, you know, we like boba drink a lot, but they don't mm-hmm. have a mm-hmm. place where they sell that. And then when I met you, I realized that you have a boba drink business. Yep. <laughs> so tell me about boba drinks. Okay, so boba originally um, came from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady made like these tapioca pearls and she had a bunch of tea, but she didn't want to throw both of them away. Okay. And so she mixed it together and that's how boba or bubble tea drinks came together. Okay. So I grew up 
drinking boba Mm -hmm. like every not every day but it was like a treat and then high school when I had a car we would like drive around to boba places and we would study there Mm -hmm. and then when when I moved here yeah Yeah. like you said there was no place to get boba right there was one like Mm -hmm. two years ago Mm -hmm. but that was downtown and they closed at like four o'clock five (laughs) o'clock and that's like when people started going yeah Right. And mm-hmm. so, being scientists that we are, right. we <laughs> experimented at home, mm-hmm. and we just worked our way back. Like, we remember, oh, this we like this drink, and so we're going to try to replicate it mm-hmm. with, with our twist, like what we like. We like more tea, we like more milk, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And yeah, we're like, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, we started making it at home for ourselves, mm-hmm. and then... Um, we brought it to work just because we like drinking it. And right. then people kept asking, like, mm-hmm. where'd you get that? And we're like, we made it. <laughs> and then they're like, you guys should make this more. And right. so we brought it for our co-workers mm-hmm. and then kind of, like, wound from there. Right. So this is you and your boyfriend mm-hmm. yep. starting this business. Yeah. Pe- two people who have no business <laughs> skills right. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was fun because it's different. Mm-hmm. And that's what we like about it. Well, I like the fact that you dared to do something that's so, like, different from your day job. Yeah. Like, you thought about, oh, there's a need for boba drinks, Uh and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, tell me about your family. How did they feel when you told them you were going to start a business? Oh, yeah. That didn't, um, we sort of didn't tell them at first. (laughs) (laughs) We um, just made it for ourselves, Mm -hmm. and it was when we started looking for a retail space. Okay. That it was like pretty serious mm-hmm. and we're like yeah we're sort of doing this just for fun we told them like oh yeah this is just a hobby which it is right. but it's or- sort of like our second business sort of thing mm-hmm. um, because I'm Asian we're both right. Asians right. and our parents wanted to focus us to focus on academics which is true for Africans as well mm-hmm. like I feel like parents feel like I'd rather say my daughter is a doctor mm-hmm. than my daughter has a business. Yeah. Because yeah. it looks like, it's kind of like on serious, like, yeah, they don't feel like. Yeah, it's the title mm-hmm. that they want to associate themselves with, sort right. of like. Like, right. my daughter is, you know, a doctor. That right. sounds really prestigious. Or a dentist, or, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. But if they told their friends, like, oh, my daughter has a business, she uh-huh. has a boba drink store, yeah. they'll probably think, mm, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, even <laughs> yeah. though, like. It doesn't, like, you know, we make more money with the business mm-hmm. than being, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They think it's hard work. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to hustle. Right. You're working for other people, sort of, like, mm-hmm. customer service-wise. Mm-hmm. That you're, you have to, like, um, accommodate to them. Right. Whereas if you're a doctor, they think, you know, people you're, work you're under boss. you. Right. Yeah, you're the boss. <laughs> Which... From, you know, from my cousins, friends and stuff, their doctors. It doesn't really work that way. Right, right. Yeah, but I get it with the titles. Yeah, so you decided to find this space and then start mm-hmm. this business. Where do yeah. you get the money from? Um, that's when we asked our parents for a loan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. We asked for our, our parents, both our parents, for a loan. And they're like, okay, so this is just for fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you this. Okay. But this is, you know, you got to stay, like, focus with your work right so they did not want you to quit your day job yeah okay yeah basically um they're like we don't want to give you more because then you're way too invested in this Mm -hmm. business we're just going to give you some to help you out but yeah okay yeah okay so now you have money and you have the space Mm -hmm. um what's the hardest thing about starting a business in nashville the hardest part was looking for the retail space Mm -hmm. and having the owners or the company 
approving your concept okay. to letting you rent it out because they don't know what boba is. Right. So they're very hesitant to lease it out to you. I mean, if you don't sell a lot mm-hmm. and you end up closing mm-hmm. the store, they lose money. Right. And the place doesn't look good. So yeah, convincing people to let us lease it out was right. the hardest part. Um, it was a jeopardy for them, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah, but when we finally found it, um, construction was the second. And hardest thing <laughs> um people in Nashville they work on their own time mm-hmm. um it's not like hustling kind okay. of mm-hmm. New York kind, kind of, of yeah. yeah so that was hard okay <laughs> getting people to work on our time um because we're paying them right we already lease out the space so the longer they're working on the construction we're still paying rent and we're not making any sales those were the things that were out of our control I guess mm-hmm. yeah. so when did you finally like open your doors mm-hmm. for business like um, we kind of did a soft opening mm-hmm. in December, mm-hmm. which was like the worst time <laughs> to open a boba shop. Right, because it's cold. Drink. It right. was cold. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh man, mm-hmm. we didn't think about this. <laughs> we were too op- like too optimistic mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, how are we going to pay rent every right. month? Um, we weren't making any sale. Well, barely. We're mm-hmm. just making just enough. Right. To pay for employees and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we did social media. Okay. So the word did spread fast. You know, college kids love Vogue. Oh, yeah. And so they started coming. And mm-hmm. that's when we're like, okay, we can we can breathe a little. Right, right. Yeah. I know you have different yeah. flavors and yeah. things. But what's your favorite? Our, my favorite is our classic royal milk tea. Mm-hmm. It was probably the hardest mm-hmm. drink to make. Because even though it's the basic milk tea... The ratio of tea to milk is pretty hard to like. A lot of people complain about it because that's what they get to compare different boba shops. Okay. If they're like, if you can't get this one drink down right, then... It's not a good boba it, shop. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. we had to really perfect it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. how do you come up with new ideas mm-hmm. for like drinks? Yeah. Because I know you're constantly adding things yeah. to the menu. Yeah. But, so yeah. how do you, you just go home and brainstorm with your mm-hmm. boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Uh, we do listen to customer requests. Mm-hmm. Um, but we initially we wanted just a few drinks at a time. Okay. To focus on the quality. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't want like 50 drinks where employees would make it and it would be different sometimes. Right, right. So 10 drinks or 10 to 12 drinks at a time and then we would see what's popular and what's not. Yeah, and we would go from there. And then we also have to work with what ingredients we have here in Nashville. Right. Um, We don't use any powder, so we use ingredients like from the local market. Mm-hmm. And sometimes here in Nashville, it's hard to get those things. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, so now you started the business, mm-hmm. you you know, perfected your tendering. Yeah. Um, now it's winter time again. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna keep people buying a cold drink yeah. in the winter? Like we, do you think about that? Yeah, we have hot drinks now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good thinking. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. you can get any drinks hot. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now you've worked with a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. you're teaching people how to make the drinks, mm-hmm. your employees. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. I I feel like yeah, I'm looking forward to the day when I can employ just one person to work for me. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I still have employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the most challenging thing about being a boss? The most challenging part would be to separate yourself from being a friend, right. friend and a boss. Mm-hmm. You have to 
there's got to be a line somewhere and there's got to be a bad cop good cop our employees and like myself and my boyfriend we're sort of the same age we're not that much older Older. Mm -hmm. so most employees tend to like talk to us as if we were their friend right which is good like Mm. you know we don't want them to be like all scared of us but at the same time we want them to yeah just being professional with your employees Mm. when um to tell them hey you know you guys gotta start cleaning or doing Mm. something and like we you've been trained enough (laughs) we don't have to keep on telling you teaching you the same things Mm -hmm. over and over again and that's true like you don't want to be too friendly where Mm -hmm. you can't put your foot down and then you don't want to be too strict when they're like talking behind you yeah (laughs) yeah Um, Yeah. micromanaging that was Mm -hmm. the word i was looking for Mm -hmm. i don't want to be the boss where i have to micromanage Mm -hmm. because i feel like you don't need to micromanage a boba shop like it's really simple right you should be independent right and i feel like uh, a drink shop is one of those Mm -hmm. places where if you're not a good boss you lose Mm -hmm. a lot of money because like you could be at work Mm -hmm. and people are giving out free drinks but you don't know yes Right. Yeah. Do you um, get worried about things like that? Like they, they give have, free drinks to their friends. And, yes. Um, mm. We do have occasional. It sometimes happens, right. and we catch it on the camera. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, we do okay. have cameras, okay. but I mean, we're at work. We can't go home and watch like from beginning to end. Like, right. If that's not possible, so we'll just tell them, hey, that's like we have a policy: mm-hmm. no giving out drinks, and you just have to trust your workers. That's a, that's the key word, trust. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you've done a good job with selecting the right people to work mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. and you've trained them well you just yeah. have to trust them that yeah. they're doing the right things yeah. Yeah, that's cool the hard the other part is getting the right employees right <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know if i want to go there right well you can just like touch on it uh-huh. briefly where um you're employing different people yeah. and you're getting to know them mm-hmm. so what would you say is like the thing that you look out for mm-hmm. when you're employing people to work with you yeah we look for personality we okay. don't want someone who just comes in to work to get a check Mm. Um, you have to know what even though we're all there to get the check yes (laughs) but you have to sort of like be passionate about what you do Mm. and um, sometimes we notice when we interview people like they just need the money And then people who are really passionate about boba and they want to spread the word. Right. So, and sometimes, from what we learn, sometimes those people don't do well. The ones who are really passionate end up not being so great of a worker. Right. And people who we did, like, we turned down, Mm -hmm. they may have been really a good, like, worker. We don't know. Right. But I guess personality and work ethic, Mm -hmm. sort of, kind of train them a little and we go from there and we see how they'll do. So this is a hard question I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you. Yeah. Do you think you ever quit your 9 to 5 and mm-hmm. focus like strictly on the mm-hmm. boba business? You are listening to the Tales of an African Princess in America podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please visit our website, talesofanafricanprincessinamerica.com. You can also email us at talesbydroozy at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media on Facebook, Tales of an African Princess in America on instagram african princess in america if you enjoy this podcast please leave a rating on itunes welcome back so this is a hard question i'm gonna mm-hmm. ask you yeah. do you think you ever quit your nine to five mm-hmm. and focus like strictly on the mm-hmm. boba business um i've been thinking about it mm-hmm. um we're looking for a second location okay. if we are going to get that then i would need to all right uh, managing one while working like a nine to five job is already hard right, and I can't right. imagine if I had a second location right, right. 
Um, that makes sense. That. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So when you yeah. started the business, in, let's talk about the early days. Yeah. Did you ever have a time when you doubted yourself, like? Should we really go into this? Mm-hmm. And if you did, how did you convince yourself to mm-hmm. start? Because there are a lot of people who have yeah. great ideas. Like, yeah. they want to do big things. Yeah. But then they start to think about it, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't think we can, you know? Yeah. So what would you say to people who are trying to start something, mm-hmm. but they cannot seem to just start? I'll answer your first question when I doubted myself. Mm-hmm. It's those slow days. Mm-hmm. Days when it's really cold or, I don't know, an off day. Mm-hmm. When we're barely making anything, and I'm like, uh, we're just paying our workers right. to stand there. Um, and then days when it's super busy and, you know, it's like, huh, we were doing something right. Right. Um, so you got to look at the big picture, mm-hmm. I guess. I, that's what I'm still trying to do mm-hmm. is not to look day-to-day sales. You got to okay. look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. And we are growing. Right. And for those who are hesitant to start their idea, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Yes. There's so many people who are stopping you mm-hmm. or doubting you and you are doubting yourself. Right. Just do it. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard to like, you know, just start. Right. But if you have the idea, don't stop yourself. Right. I feel like you have to be your own mm-hmm. um, biggest cheerleader. Like, yeah. You can't yeah. let other people's opinion because your yeah. own like, mm-hmm. inner voice is like mm-hmm. loud enough, right? Yeah. You yeah. can't let other people kind mm-hmm. of get to you where you, you yeah. can't move and do stuff that mm-hmm. you really really want mm-hmm. to do there's gonna be a lot of hurdles um, when you go and you're like oh okay i'm like step two out mm-hmm. of like 10 to actually like open to the public mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of hurdles and there's gonna be um, a lot of challenges mm-hmm. but every step of the way when you're almost there is so rewarding mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's a huge market because yeah. no one has still caught on with the boba thing there's in Nashville. Been oh, really? People. I oh. mean, two stores. But I always say this like, mm-hmm. if you do something well, mm-hmm. you would always have a market. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of people, say, making sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But if your sandwich is really, really good mm-hmm. and it stands out, people yeah. will keep coming to yeah. you. So, yeah. so what's, your, what's your vision oh, for yeah. this? business like we've had people ask for franchising mm. but we're i don't think we're there yet okay um there's still a lot of kinks and right now we want to keep control like we want to control our business instead right. of having it in someone else's hand mm-hmm. so if we were to open a second location it was we would still be the owners, owners. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay well i feel like there is a fine line with franchising. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep it to, you know how you said that you use natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. The thing about starting the franchise mm-hmm. is like people start to do what they want. Like they start yeah. to use powder drinks. Like yeah. You can't really control that. So yeah, yeah it's up to you guys to yeah. decide. So how does it feel mm-hmm. like working with your boyfriend? Do you um, feel like you guys, is it affecting yeah. your relationship negatively to the mm-hmm. point where you're like, um, I don't like working with you? Or yeah. is it making yeah. your relationship better? I think it made our relationship stronger okay um i've never seen him work so hard before like physically too like when we got the space like we literally did like most things ourselves one to save money Mm -hmm. and the contractors were so slow Mm -hmm. so we decided to do it ourselves and he like he's doing his program and at night like um drilling the tiles Mm -hmm. and doing all these things and i'm like wow i can like he's such a hard Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be emotional about so this. I feel like that's another test that he just passed. Like. Yeah, yeah. And and we went through so much and we're like, if we can make this, like if we can get past this, mm-hmm. I think we 
have a future together. Right, right. Yeah. I'm so glad it, it was, it's working for yeah. you because if you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. who you shouldn't be with in the yeah. first place, I feel yeah. like this would break it. Yeah. Because you guys, that would break a lot especially of when there are no sales, yeah. like when you're starting off, yeah. they're going to be like, okay, mm-hmm. blame each other and yes. things like that. Yeah, we did that too. We <laughs> obviously had arguments and mm-hmm. disagreements, but it's good that he doesn't agree with me all the time because mm-hmm. sometimes I am very like, focus and I want things my way Mm -hmm. then he'll show me like uh no you have to do this and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah so it does help that someone is different from me okay that's great so where can people where can they find your store and also on social media where can they find you so we're mostly social media I mean we don't do much advertising Mm -hmm. except on Instagram Mm -hmm. and we're Royal Boba okay I guess um at Royal Boba. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're located in West Nashville okay. at 265 White Bridge Pike. Mm-hmm. And we're open like most days from 12 to 9 or 12 to 10 okay. on weekends. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> I am really inspired to, mm-hmm. you know, keep focusing on my dreams because I have all these ideas yeah. coming in my head. I was telling yeah. you one of them, but mm-hmm. um, sometimes there are slow days where like you... Um, start something and mm-hmm. then the people on the other end are like mm-hmm. slowing it down and you're like okay maybe this is not a good idea mm-hmm. um, but just talking to you yeah. I feel inspired yeah. Um, yeah so thank you for coming of on course, the show thanks for having me and I will come by <laughs> to have more boba because I love boba <laughs> Cool. Right, so we're gonna go back to work, you guys, because mm-hmm. our lunch break is over. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have ideas that you really want to work on, you've heard Annie say it. Keep working on it. Don't mm-hmm. quit. Don't mm-hmm. give up on your dreams because mm-hmm. people are saying you should be a doctor. That's what you should be. You can't actually have it all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it might take a long time, mm-hmm. but don't follow other people's timeline. Mm-hmm. I guess your own timeline. Alright guys, have a great week and talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Know that you can support this podcast with a small monthly contribution as little as a dollar every month. If you'd like to do so, please visit our website at www.talesofanafricanprincessinamerica.com. Thank you.